Beautiful souls, do you have a prayer request or want us to send you healing energy today? Would you like us to be praying for your friend or loved one? If this is you, go to worldslargestprayernetwork.com to submit your prayer request. And while you're there, please sign up to join our team of prayer warriors. The angels say prayer not only opens you to miracles, raises your vibration, and helps you heal, but the more you pray, the more God's presence is felt on earth. Feel your angels' love as they surround you right now, and listen for the positive, loving messages your angels intended specifically for you in today's episode. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host and author, Julie Jancis. Today, we're here with some beautiful angel stories from Angela. Angela, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I'm excited for you to be here. So I'm going to have you take it away and share your first story. Okay. Um, so I was inspired uh, by you. I found your podcast. I was randomly just, um, it's hard for me to focus and concentrate on reading a book. Um, I don't have time. I've got three little ones. So everyone told me to try podcasts. I was in kind of a dark place mentally, um, trying to find my way. And um, so I tried a couple of different podcasts. Um, I stumbled upon yours and I just, it just kind of clicked. Um, there were stories that resonated with me and I continued to listen to them. Um, you inspired me to begin to open myself up to the angels. Um, I was born Catholic, um, so I had that strong faith, but listening to your words and everything, it all kind of just clicked, opened myself up spiritually just really resonated, um, especially in the place that I was in, things that I needed to hear, um, help heal myself. So I started seeing hearts everywhere I went, um, numbers. But then, you know, after I started listening to your 30 days for the last couple of months, I do that every morning. I get up and journal and listen to the day 30 days. You know, I, I just, again, started talking to my angels more and being more aware of my surroundings. So I started writing down, you know, as I saw signs from the angels, I started writing down my stories so that I had a journal so that, you know, it wasn't just me, like I could go back to them and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't make-believe. I, I, it helped me believe more, I guess. <laughs> but one of the strongest ones, like, I mean, just simple little things like, you know, angels, can you show, you know, if I'm supposed to do this or if you're with me, give me a rainbow today. And, you know, it'd be something simple as like my daughter pointing out a rainbow in a puddle, you know, just, and it was just, just brought a smile to my face. You know, I started collecting all those little stories. One of the best ones that stick out to me is, you know, we talk about the husbands and how they're not strong believers, you know, or not, you know, they just look at us and kind of chuckle, but we were at the beach and I had prayed to the angels. I had gone down to the beach that morning and done yoga and listen to the meditation and I'd ask for feathers. Well, we were at the beach and I told my husband this and, you know, we had seen a couple of feathers and I'm pointing them out. He's like, Oh, we're at the beach. There's seagulls, you know, like, and he kind of like laughed it off. And I think I found like two or three at the beach. We went back to the apartment that night or that afternoon we were cleaning up and there was a feather in the apartment. 
And he was like, oh, it's from the down comforter. It's not, you know, and I was like, where's the down comforter? There's not a single down comforter in here. So then we got ready to go out that night and he pulled out a stroller from the back of the closet that wasn't ours. You know, we had rented this place and he brings it out to me. And on the front in the net was this big feather. And it was almost like the angels had thrown it in his face. Like, this is the fourth angel. We're giving it to you now to show you that you need to believe in her and believe in us. And he brought it out to me. And when I looked at the clock too, it was like 5.55 too. So it was just amazing because I could finally pull him in as well, you know, make him more of a believer. And my daughters now look for feathers constantly and hearts too, as we walk. So I love that. But the most recent story that really resonates is we moved um, about it's almost two years now. We were just kind of in a rut. Um, I think everybody kind of was with COVID, but um, I was a teacher and it just, I needed out of it. And so we decided to kind of pick up and move 15 hours away from family, maybe 18 hours away and just restart, like have a whole new fresh um, start by ourselves, learn how to put up boundaries and everything else. And um the first year was good. I mean, like a vacation, you know, everything was well. And then the second year finances started to kick in hardships, you know, what are we going to do? Um, I took a job at the school as a secretary thinking like, okay, I can clock in, I can clock out. I don't have to take work home. I have the same hours as the kids, you know, breaks and everything. This will be great. And it just, it wasn't a good fit for me. It was very toxic. It was very negative. It was, it just wasn't for me. And I kind of knew that. And they had, there was a mix up with my contract and what they could pay me and everything. So it was kind of my way out, mm. but I also had some like deja vu moments. So I also knew that I was there for a reason. Like there was, you know, something to be learned in that situation. But during this trial too, like, again, we're going back to finances and, you know, can we afford to stay here? Do we need to go back to family? Um, so in September, we, when I decided to quit because of the mix up and everything, we started to have a conversation about moving home. Um, I had, you know, two rough days of just closing down, shutting myself off, not talking, stressing about bills and everything. So we finally kind of got out of the apartment and went to a park to just the girls could play and him and I could talk and just have like, okay, what is plan B? Like, what are, what are we moving forward to? So we sat and talked about, okay, if things don't change, like come the new year, then we need to kind of start considering moving back, you know, towards the family and everything. And, you know, his um, father was in the hospital at the time with pneumonia. And that was kind of an eye opener too. Like, again, our family is back at home. Like, are we missing years with them as well. When we left the park, it was 5.55 and my husband got another phone call about his father. He was fine, like, you know, just an update. But this uh, man was on his uh, bicycle and he went by, but then he turned around and looped back to us. And I was getting the girls in the car and he came over and he said, hey, are you from Pittsburgh? And I just laughed. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, we're close to Pittsburgh. And my husband had a uh, pit ear on. He's a big uh, pit fan. So he had come back and he was talking to us. You know, he was actually from a town that was like 20 minutes 
a little north of where my husband was from. So my husband was still on the phone call, but, you know, we were talking and stuff. And he was asking me, like, when we moved here and everything and what we did. And he said that him and his wife moved down here before they were married right out of college and they thought they were only going to make it two years which again is the two-year mark that we're coming upon he said but then my wife took an interim position as a teacher which i currently am in an interim position as a teacher as of right now he said you know that then she got hired right away as a teacher and they have been here for i think it was like 15 or 20 years and they've never looked back so you know, the more we talked, my husband got off the phone, but there were just a lot of connections as well. Like his dad's name was George. Well, my husband is George and my, and George's dad's name is George. Like he's a George Jr. Um, again, the time was like 555. Um, he told me like, if I needed help with the teaching that like, you know, contact his wife, like she could help me. And so there was just all these things that kind of aligned. So when we got back in the car, we just kind of like looked at each other like, okay, <laughs> you know, we just decided to go home. And now this guy tells us that he's from the same area and, you know, they didn't think they were going to make it for two years. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, they couldn't be happier. And so, you know, we sat down and like, okay, well, I guess we need to continue on this path and, you know, figure out. And the same thing kind of happened about two weeks ago when my husband, um, we were kind of, we're still kind of in that same situation and we were talking about it again. And my husband went to pick up food we had ordered. And again, he's in his pit here. <laughs> and so somebody across the restaurant came over and was like, oh, are you from that area? And my husband's like, well, I'm a little South, you know? And so it just so happens that the guy's wife is exactly from the same town again, small little rural area, like, so they were talking again, and he comes home, like, shaking his head, and he's like, so you'll never believe what just happened again, you know, so I guess the biggest thing is, like, we're trying to look at this situation, like, okay, so the angels are either nudging us that we need to continue down this path, or nudging us that, and this family had talked about like their family moved down. Now their grandkids are here and they're so happy. And, you know, so it's just one of those things like, you know, are they nudging us to continue down this path or nudging us to go back home or, <laughs> but, you know, and then back to two kind of like looping in when I left that office job, like two weeks later, they called me. Um, I had signed up to sub. I agreed that I would sub because I have a teaching certificate um, so I said, yeah, I'll come in and sub a couple of days. So the day I got hired or the day I got approved, like, you know, the whole process that night, one of the teachers had a stroke and at homeroom. the next day I got a phone call. Hey, can you come and sub for the next two weeks? And I was like, whoa, what? Like I was just going to do two or three days a week. Like, you know, um, I had just gotten offered a tutoring job as well. Like, wait, I'm going to start both of these jobs on Monday, but I said, oh, you know, I said, let me take a minute, you know, and let me take a step back and I'll call you right back. And so I talked to my husband. He's like, hey, you have been praying about, you know, financially and, you know, finding your path and everything. I was taking your course at the time as well, the finding your purpose course. 
and everything kept coming back, teaching, teaching, you know, I couldn't get away from that. Then I got this call. So my husband was like, you know, you need to try it. It's two weeks. You'll know right away or, you know, you won't. So I called him back and I said, okay, I'll take it. Not knowing the situation, just thinking she was out for two weeks. So then the principal who, again, I had a connection with, cause I worked with her had said, this is what happened. Here's the situation. Like if you would like to continue, like, you know, she's going to be out for the next couple months. Like this is completely, you know, I'll leave this up to you. So then I was like, okay. So I took the role. Um, I mean, and you make that connection with the students right away. So when they asked me to stay on, I couldn't say no. Like um, I had also posted this story and you had reached out and said, because again, my, my egoic mind coming through this negativity, like I've had such bad experiences, but you had reminded me to maybe look at this in another light. And what is the lesson? Like, why are you being continued? You know, why are you in this classroom as well? So I guess that's kind of where I'm at. You know, these angel story, the, you know, the angels are pointing me in a direction and I'm trying to, you know, open myself up and listen and continue to follow the breadcrumbs. So that's the current situation. We're still at those crossroads right now of which direction do we go? And yeah. um, the teacher com- is coming back supposedly in February, but again, there was a mix up with the pay scale and, you know, I'm still a day-to-day sub versus getting the actual money that, you know, should be being paid. So every time I think that, okay, this is the door opening, then something sets back two steps. So is there, is that union issue though, too? So because we're in Florida, I don't know, like in Pennsylvania, like I know who I could have gone to unions really big there, Florida, not so much. And because I'm a day-to-day sub and I'm working for like a contract company versus like the school, like that's the problem right now. Yeah. I don't know. Um, they told me I could ask they would give me that person, but I'm also a person not to rock the boat. Mm-hmm. So I guess where I was at too was, you know, if I want to teach here, do I stick it out? Yeah. And just, you know what I mean? But if, so that's kind of where I'm at too. Yeah. I would encourage you to talk to your union rep within that district and just see you're right. It's hard because um, you know, unless you're tenured in, you know, or you're like really in, I know you don't want to make waves. Yeah. And I'm not a union member. And so it's just one of those things. And like I said, I just hate to rock the boat. Um, but it was almost a relief too, which was kind of weird when I found out that I wasn't being paid because I was stressed. I had given up so much. I was back in the same situation before we moved here, stressed, overworked, going to tutoring after school, and then three girls of my own who one struggles with her reading. And, you know, so when I found out I wasn't being paid, the hourly rate for, you know, what what I'm in for is almost like a relief, like, okay, I can breathe. I'm a day-to-day sub and I'll come and I'll do what I can. And I kind of thought that was weird too. So then I started to think about like, is the lesson like boundaries? Is that what I need to set up? you know, the learn that I need to learn how to put my family first. Like that was the whole reason we came here. The saying, no, I can't do this or just setting up certain boundaries versus doing it with, you know, and stressing out over it. So, yeah. Friends. 
What if there was nothing stopping you from becoming abundant to the max in all things? Finances, time, nothing was holding you back from becoming your healthiest, happiest, most financially abundant self yet. Friends, thanks to our annual and monthly angel members, we've been able to grant over $100,000 in partial scholarships so that souls who want access to life-changing teachings in the angel membership have that opportunity. And we have more partial scholarships to give. Don't let your egoic mind tell you that you're not worthy because the angels and I are here telling you, you are worthy. This is your year, but I can't help you get where you're going if I'm not working with you in one of my programs. Become an angel member now. Go to theangelmedium.com, then the angel membership tab to sign up. If you need a scholarship, let us help you. Scroll to the bottom of the Angel Membership page and click the link for partial scholarship options. Links are in the show notes. And thank you. Thank you for coming together as a community. Thank you for contributing what you can each month. And thank you for helping us reach hundreds of deserving souls with life-changing teachings in the Angel Membership this year. This is going to be your best year yet. Okay, so I want to bring through some angel messages. And this is like to anybody who's like, Angela, I feel you. (laughs) You know, there's people who are going to be listening who are like, yes, maybe it's not the exact same circumstance, but they are in um, similar positions where they're needing to make different choices. And all right, so here's what the angels want you to know is that when it comes to getting signs a lot of people want to i don't want to say put the responsibility on their spirit team to kind of make the decision but it's not the responsibility of the spirit team to make our decisions that has to come from us because that is like one of the rules that god universe source does not bypass right like it has to come from our own free will and it really comes down to what do you want? Like, where is your energy happier or more joy filled, have more ease or more peace here or in Pittsburgh? What about the same for your husband? Like when he tunes into his own energy, where is his energy feel better? And what about the girls, your kiddos? Any decision that you make in life snowballs so it doesn't feel good at first it doesn't feel right at first but once you stick with it it does compound and compound and compound and your grandmother on the other side is asking you to remember there's a reason why you guys made the move in the first place and she said that's another piece of the puzzle that you really need to look at But let's just kind of go back because this is a fascinating conversation. And I think it's so good for people to hear that when spirit is bringing in signs, they're not always telling you or you have to make this decision. You have to make this decision. It's more so we're with you. We know you're making this decision. We know this isn't easy on you. We know that 
you don't have everything just so figured out in this new home and this new place, but we're with you on this and we're guiding things behind the scenes and we're helping everything to work out as best as possible. And I think that when we feel and allow ourselves to just tune into the presence of our spirit team, the signs that they're sending us and feel that we are guided, we feel less alone. We don't feel like we're doing this all ourselves. And the burden of having to carry the weight of it all yourself starts to lift. And that's what they want for you, to release that burden from your heart and for you to know that no matter what you choose from your own free will, it's going to be okay. Like it's going to work itself out. When it comes to the teaching position, I do feel like you're going to have that in this upcoming like year cycle. You do have to do a lot of work in life. We have to put in like a lot of work to send out the applications or even stop into principal's offices and see who we can just meet with. But there's a lot there. And especially at your kiddos school, I would really put the focus in over there on getting to know everybody this year as well as possible. Yeah. And then when it comes to what the angels were saying while you were talking, the more questions you can ask of your spirit team and of God when you see signs, the more details that you're going to get. Because when we phrase something a certain way, God, what should I do? It's phrased in a way that would bypass our own free will if they told us. But if we ask questions like, God, you know, my heart feels best here. We moved, we made the move. My energy feels good here. My husband's energy feels good. The kid's energy feels good. Will everything work out if we choose to stay here? That's kind of owning the choice yourself and the information that's going to come in is yes. You know, everything's going to work out. So when we ask questions and phrase it in different ways, you become more in tune with more information that they can bring through. I think where a lot of people get stuck is they ask one question and it doesn't kind of like come back in the way that they want it to. And so they stop asking questions and their spirit team is like, no, keep asking the questions. Just you got to ask us in a different way. This is like the rules of the game, you know? Um, that's just how it works. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. And I was actually listening to one of your latest podcasts, the healing one. Mm -hmm. um, and you had talked about the questions and that kind of resonated with me, like how to go deeper in those moments when you're seeing the signs that then you have to stop and ask the questions. Yeah. To get more out of it. Yeah. I love that that resonated with you. So I'm, I'm really excited for you. I'm excited. Keep seeing the signs. Keep asking those questions. Keep tuning in. And really, um, there's a lot of great energy, but it comes down to where you want to be because I just got back from Pittsburgh. Um, <laughs> and... <laughs> Um, I love it out there. I love that it's so hilly. It's just beautiful everywhere you go. 
driving is so fun there. You're like <laughs> up and down. You're not just flat like you are yeah. here in Illinois. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's so much fun. And the people are warm. Well, and see that that's the difference too. Like now um, the kids are struggling a little bit in school with friends and we're, you know, fitting in, you know, they're just, you know, you go in the grocery line and someone's racing in front of you to get in front, you know, before you were, I'm just like, okay, go ahead. Like, yeah. um, we're back at home. Like you said, everybody waves and everybody, you know, is kind if they let you out in the car lines and stuff. And so when we talk about going home, like I do get excited. I do, you know, but then that's kind of where we were talking about too, is like, but why did we move here to begin with? You know, did we get what we came here for? If so we're, we're still going back and forth, but, yeah. but that's currently, I am working at the girls school right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I still have it till January, well, till February as of right now too. So, yeah. Let me throw a third a option. <laughs> what? I said teaching is just a different world now too. I love teaching, but it's, it's a lot. It is. It is. You know, um, we went through COVID where everybody at the beginning was like, oh, we could do this. We could teach from home. And within a couple of weeks, we were all like, no, we can't teach our kids from home. And then within like a year and a half, everybody was, how fast can we get our kids out the house and back to the schools? And, And yet, you know, this year within our district over here, there has been a lot of like, talking negatively about the teachers and we've gone back to this and talking negatively about unions and yet um teachers are not paid to this day what they should be at all and and this is happening with nurses as well and they don't want you all to have unions and they don't want you to have a retirement at the end and yet nobody wants to teach their kids at home and it's like you can't have your cake and eat it too it is hard. And you know, and I'm just going to throw this out there. My husband is going to lose his hearing because he is in a band room that's big, but still tiny for having that many instruments in one room. There is no padding. There is no like um, reduction of the sound in there. And we just know, we know that very early he's going to lose his hearing because of his job. And we don't know exactly what that's going to look like when he has to get hearing aids one day, but it's hard. Like it's physically hard on teachers as well. And so my heart goes out to all teachers because I feel the struggle every single day. And sometimes I think that's part of the lesson. Like I left a teaching job that I felt was like a bad environment or a bad situation, but was it to see that it's kind of like that everywhere that, you know, teaching is kind of, you know what I mean? Like I thought the grass would be greener in a different place and maybe, you know. Oh, and I could tell you from being in my position, working with, you know, um, a lot of years I work with over a thousand people each year, just individually. And there are presidents and CEOs who think the grass is going to be greener and nurses and hairdressers and teachers and name the profession accountants. Everybody feels like the grass is going to be greener if they just 
physically move from this location to this location or change from this career to this career. And I can tell you that's not the problem whatsoever. It's not the problem. And I'm going to tell you it, you could find happiness, you know, where you are. Um, you could see the brighter side of things where you are. There's negative and negatives in Pittsburgh. There's negatives everywhere you go. There's positives everywhere you go. What it comes down to is the way that joy and contentment actually work. If you allow your energy to become mundane, 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 what energy actually feels like within your body is fruit sitting on a countertop, just rotting month after month after month after month and decaying. You need joy within your life to bring in joy is what the spirit is. I talked about this over on the kids podcast. People say all the time, you got to heal your soul or you got to grow your soul. No, you don't. You don't have to do that at all. There's a big difference between the soul and the spirit. The soul is the part of you that's from God, universe, source. Doesn't need any healing. It's perfect as, as it is. The spirit your spirit here within your physical body, you are mind, body, spirit here as a human being. That spirit either feels joy and you're tuning into your own joy more and more, or it doesn't. And you allow life to become mundane and mundane and mundane and mundane. You can be content and have joy and you can be content and allow your energy to get mundane. Choose joy. That's what people are talking about when they say choose your joy. Keep following your passions. Keep following what brings you that excitement within your heart. And that is what bridges the gap. Here's another lesson that people, I'm going to tie this into what I just said. So Spirit has been saying this in my sessions a lot. If you're watching on YouTube, I've got a cup in my hand, right? And it's filled with water. If I was to take just one little wedge of a lemon and squeeze it into the top of my glass, just one sip of the water wouldn't taste like lemon. The entire glass of water would taste like lemon because a little teeny drop of lemon infuses itself into the entire glass of water. That little squeeze of lemon is like a little joy in your life. You just need a little joy in your life. And the angels say it infuses itself into every other aspect of your life, your work, your colleagues, your partnership, your kids, your relationships with friends, your health, your mental, physical, emotion. It all integrates. So what happens too is mind rumination, your egoic mind. If you're going to be like wanting a reason to find the grass is greener over here, whether it's a location or a job, you can make anything in this life negative, right? Like you can talk yourself into it. Is it really? No. The truth of it is that everything holds both positive and negative qualities when we get still and silent with ourselves and tune into what do we really want, that's where joy lies. What do you really want? And if you go back from the time that you're 
11, 12 years old, starting middle school, you're not thinking about what you want. In middle school, you're thinking about getting good grades to appease your parents. And then in high school, you're thinking about getting good grades and doing the activities you need to do to get into a good college. And then in college, you're thinking about the rest of your life. And we put way too much pressure on ourselves. What am I going to do for the rest of my life? Studying, making sure that we get that degree to get the job. And then we get into the job and we're people pleasing with our bosses. And then we find the partner that we want to be with and we don't want to lose them. So we people please over there. And we have kids and kids come out and at two weeks old, they have their own defined personalities and we're people pleasing over there. You know, like we're just, we're not thinking about ourselves. And so it doesn't happen overnight. Like that process of returning to yourself has been disassociated for, for, from all of us for decades, a lot of times. And coming back to yourself takes patience and takes silence and stillness to tune into yourself. What do I want? And start with, what do you want today? What does your body need today? And one more thing, your grandma keeps coming through on a lot of stuff. She says two things. You put timelines a lot on when you need to know stuff. You're laughing. So this is true, right? (laughs) Um, She's like, you don't allow divine time. So you put a lot of deadlines on things and those deadlines are kind of mixing with you, right? What if what spirit needs to happen comes one month after your deadline? That frustration is, is getting in your own way. Um, The other thing is a lot of times you, and this isn't like a bad thing. She's just trying to like help you with this. Yeah. She said you often see two options, but you won't let yourself see the third option. And she said, oftentimes it's the third option where what they're trying to bring through lies, not always, but allow yourself to see the third option or just go in and say, spirit or grandma, what is the third option here that I'm not seeing? And there's a lot of information in that third option that you need. Okay. Yeah. Yay. Awesome. I love this conversation, Angela. You are going to be just perfectly fine. I can't wait to get an email from you like a year from now and just be like, oh my gosh, Julia, it all worked out. And I want to tell you what happened. Um, Please send me that email once you you know. Yay. Okay. And to everybody listening, we love you. Your angels love you. We're looking for more angel stories. If you could send them in through the website, we'd love to hear that and have you on the show too. I promise you I'm not scary. We just have fun conversations like these. And, um, and just remember to tune into what you want today what you want just today for yourself, what you want in general for yourself. And that is allowing your spirit team to guide you to your own joy in life. And as you follow your joy responsibly, right? With logic, spirit is leading you on your path forward in life. And just remember that they've got you. They're holding you. They're making space for you. And they're just bringing in so many blessings. They've got so many blessings to bring into your life. 
I love you, friends. Thank you for being here. Join me over on Instagram to talk about this more. All my love. Beautiful soul, thank you so much for joining me today. My name's Julie. You know I'm all about connecting you with messages from your angels and loved ones on the other side. If you've been listening today and you're super excited and just have to know which angels are around you right now, who's connecting with you, and what messages they have for you, go to theangelmedium.com. Register for a session. You can do a reading with me or a member of my team. We're all incredible. We all talk to angels daily, and we can help you in making sure that your angels are doing the very best they can to support you and guide you to your best life. If this sounds like you, virtual sessions, they're only offered on my website. Sign up today. And if you're the person who's really excited, you're ready to go all in developing all of your unique spiritual gifts, growing your intuition, starting your own healing business, you can sign up for my Angel Reiki School to become a certified angel messenger. That's for the healers among us who feel called to grow their intuition to the max and serve humanity with their gifts. You'll learn Reiki, mediumship, how to deliver angel messages, and how to get clients. That's the Angel Reiki School at theangelmedium.com or DM me on Instagram at angelpodcast with any questions. Before you go, connect with your angels by placing your hands on your heart. Take a deep breath. Imagine a doorway filled with God's unconditional love is right in front of you. Step into that love and feel it as it fills your body, chakras, and auric field. Now ask your angels, what would you have me know today? And open yourself to the positive, loving messages they have just for you.